T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. I'm Rebecca Corral. Here's what's happening. A man suspected of stabbing his girlfriend and abducting their two-year-old daughter is now in custody. San Jose police say 24-year-old Victor Magana was taken into custody in San Luis Obispo County after he stabbed his girlfriend around 10 o'clock yesterday in San Jose. Police say Magana then took off in a car with the couple's daughter, Bethany. The girl has now been found safe. The child's mother was taken to the hospital with life-threatening injuries. Protesters getting ready to rally in front of PG&E headquarters in San Francisco at this hour. KCBS reporter Melissa Colross is there. She joins us with what the protesters are demanding. Melissa? Rebecca, these protesters have been at the PG&E building on Beale Street since early this morning, and the rally is just about to begin. Now, it's been organized, at least in part, by the Power to Live Coalition, a group formed as a support network for disabled people during the planned power outages early this year. We know that disabled people depend on power for breathing equipment like oxygen tanks and CPAPs and refrigerators for medications. And um, like myself, I use a power chair, so I need to be able to plug it in to have any mobility. Jessica Lehman is with the Power to Live Coalition, and she says protesters today are demanding change because what PGD has been doing is, in her words, unconscionable. To be giving people bonuses while not putting money into repairs, to be telling disabled people, we'll try to give you a day or two notice so you can, quote unquote, make plans rather than actually making sure people had generators. Now, these protesters have been blocking the entrance to the PG&E building, but in a statement emailed to KCBS, PG&E says that employees are at work and focused on providing customers with safe, clean energy, with reaching a settlement for wildfire victims and emerging the utility from bankruptcy. Melissa Calross, KCBS. Thank you, Melissa. So it's not against the law to sleep on the sidewalk, even if there's shelter space available. So what's the Supreme Court decision mean in San Francisco? Not much, as we hear from KCBS's Jim Taylor. Uh, make no mistake, this is a significant ruling for much of the country. This is an important ruling, I think, nationally, but it doesn't affect San Francisco as uh, we generally try to offer people shelter before trying to enforce uh, a state law that says no lodging. We're kinder and gentler here. Jeff Kosicki, Executive Director, San Francisco Department of Homelessness and Supportive Housing. Even the local Proposition Q, which passed a few years ago, states that an offer of shelter must be made before somebody can be uh, given a notice regarding sleeping on the street. And that said, he says the onus is on the homeless to be polite. You know, sleeping on the sidewalk, forcing people onto the street or creating a safety hazard. People can't get by. People in wheelchairs or with strollers or who have more mobility issues can't get by. I think it's important that we ask the individual who's blocking the sidewalk to make sure that the area is clear. Jim Taylor, KCBS. It's back to the wild for a wayward northern fur seal pup found huddled last month in the downtown Peninsula parking garage. As KCBS's Holly Kwan tells us, he was released last week into the waters off Point Reyes after a quick recovery. They named him Santos, and what surprised vets was for a pup who just left his mom, he was in good health, devouring his herring and 
held his own for food against his penmates. Santos was found in the Marshall Street parking garage in Redwood City. Officials suspect he waddled up from Redwood Creek about a block and a half away, about the same distance as the main movie theater and the county courthouse, which he could have ended up in just as easily. Giancarlo really is with the Marine Mammal Center, which last Thursday released Santos along with seven other pinnipeds. Uh, it's likely that just with this pup now, maybe a couple months away from mom, could have been following a food source into the bay. Um, it's not really known. Uh, so likely this animal just took a wrong turn. The thing with northern fur seals that is much different than, say, a California sea lion is that northern fur seals are a pelagic species, meaning they spend a lot of time way offshore, way off the continental shelf. They're not like a sea lion that's kind of hugging the coastline, looking for natural uh, forage fish that, that kind of hug the coast and we might come into more interaction with as humans. Paul Kwan, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio.